Hello, JCI Canada. I'm Neil Fitzgerald from the America's Development Council, and I'm joined here f- with Sue from the JCI Canada team, and I'm joined by Blair from the Canada JCI Senate. Hello. Hi, Neil. So we're going to have a chat with Blair today about all things involving uh, the Canada JCI Senate. So, Blair, what year did you join the JCs? I joined the JCs in, uh, I think, 1974, maybe 1975. Cool. And what made you join us? Um, I was actually taken out uh, by my cousin, of all people. Um, I didn't grow up in a family with a, that had uh, really a business background, and... Um, I was going to be pursuing a career in management at some point, and uh, the JC organization just seemed to be the right fit. And uh, I uh, do not ever regret that moment at all. What would you say has been your uh, proudest achievement? Um, it's the, my proudest achievement really is the, is the people that I've met around the around the world. Um, you know the JC organization. It, it, it's easy to say, well, they it, it sort of change changes your life. But I I, I go further than that. It, it it became foundational to me as an adult, um, and and the and I think that that I think you everybody that's ever been a JC would probably say the same thing that the organization uh, becomes it becomes their sort of rock um, for lots of stuff that they do in life. So, um, but the proudest achievement is really the people I've been able to meet and become friends with, and and the stage friends with for over 40 years now that's amazing and that's kind of a running theme about people that we've been talking to is that what keeps people in JCI is the people that they meet and and the foundation that this organization provides so from that how do you how would you say your life has been impacted by being a JC well I, I would say that the the ability to speak in front of people and I think you'll find most JCs will actually say that the old sort of um, stand up and, be, and, and to think on your feet, uh, to be asked a question and, and be able to sort of formulate in your mind fairly quickly uh, some sort of response that, that uh, doesn't take a lot of heavy research. And you know, a lot of people find that very difficult to do. Um, it, it, they find it very difficult just to stand and say something, mm-hmm. even if it's prepared. Yep. Um, so this is what I would think that uh, I've really learned in JCs is, and that just comes through practical applications of being able to speak in front of people and debating, debating's Debating is key for me. I love debating. <laughs> Are you going to watch the debate competition later? Well, I, I, I hope too. And, uh, and, <laughs> and the fact that JCs teaches you in the debate to not only, only debate the side that you actually personally happen to agree with, is, is to learn how to debate the side you don't actually right. happen to agree with. And, yeah. and although you might think that that might be easy, it's not easy to formulate thoughts that you, don't, you wouldn't normally formulate. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what JCs also teaches you. Right. Stepping outside of that comfort zone yeah. and, and pushing you. Yes. So then... Has JCs pushed you into other passions in your life? Well, it's certainly it, all of the other volunteer work that I do at my church or with the industry association. All I, I yank the JC training into that every day, every time I'm in a meeting or or even within my thought process about what maybe I need to do next within an organization or what the organization itself needs to do. Uh, there isn't a day that I don't uh, use my JC training um, in my daily life and in my work life, although I'm you know, soon to retire. But, uh, um, and we'll see where the JC activities takes me in retirement. Right. So what is it, Blair, about the JCI training that you've really been able to like yank in? Is it the public speaking, the project management, how to work with, diff- uh, with different people? Like, what is it about the JCI experience that you've been able to leverage? 
Well, it, you know, I think it's it's really all the above. Uh -huh. um, but I think, and, and this is one of something I try to teach on other boards of directors that I, I serve on, is that when you you can have you can have a, a pretty significant debates over what the organization will do. Usually, that has to do with finances. Um, but at the end of the day, everyone needs to be able to break bread together when that when that meeting's over. You mm -hmm. cannot leave meetings mad at each other. This is also something that JCs have taught me, and I and I yank that into, um, and I remind people in, uh, in board meetings that get a little bit testy, saying, it's okay, we can exchange these ideas, and we can even aggressively exchange them, but when we finish this meeting, we need to all be able to shake hands, be friendly with each other, and uh, certainly break bread with each other, so. Uh, and so then, how does that translate into executing your own life goals? Well, it, what it does is it gives you the freedom to actually, come, if you've got an idea, even if you think it's right out of the box and you think that everybody else is in the box and they won't accept it, is, is to really say, you know what, these ideas are, the, the, my idea may not be the greatest idea in the world, but it needs to, it needs to find the light of day and you need to not be afraid to sort of do that. And, and by the same token is you need to also be able to accept that when somebody else is step, sort of stepping out of the box of that organization, that their, their idea is not crazy or off the top. It may ultimately be crazy, but it's not crazy off the top. Tell us about a crazy idea that you had when you were a JCI member. Well, it wasn't my idea, but it was, it was somebody else's idea. But they were building a new mall in Richmond, which was where I lived at the time. Uh -huh. and, uh, and so the mall hadn't opened yet. And somebody said, you know, we should, we should, we should do an RV show. And everyone's like, an RV show? Like, yeah, well, it's just a big empty parking lot. I'm sure they'll let us use it. And they did let us use it for nothing. And, uh, and, and we didn't charge very much for these RV dealerships to come and, and actually um, show the, their trailers and they were bringing trailers and motorhomes and everything from quite a long ways away from uh, from where we where we were in Richmond and we all thought we all thought the guy was nuts but it turned out to actually be one of the best projects ever run by the organization at that time so that's you know, pretty cool yeah and how would you say that ties to so JCI has a lot of uh, different goals and we tie a lot of our projects to the United Nations sustainable development goals and we um, try to make things sustainable and, and translate that through our projects what uh, what was the goal what was the what was the line that you followed on that RV show well you know, when you talk about sustainable development, and, and the, the the JCs when I was growing up, um, growing up in JCs, and I often say that yeah. we call it a JC career or growing up in JCs. But um, you know, uh, what I'm what I'm fascinated is the is the is the unique uh, connection that the JCs today seem to have with the United Nations. Oh, there was a connection, uh, but. Um, and, you know, I never, I never, I never pursued that. And I look at the JCs today and saying, you know what? I really wish that that that's out of the box kind of thinking, um, because those kind of things. Uh, you know, I'm almost 65 years old now, so I've obviously been out of JCs for um, 25 years. So. Um, I, when I look back, I think there was so much more we could have done, and it's today's JCs that I look at today what they're doing and saying, "I don't. We should have done that." I do think there would have been a, a real, a real business development side of of that RV show or any project that you would have run. Yeah, well, there's another project that um, there was actually a, a fellow that actually worked for a shoe store in one of the malls in, 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 the, in the town that I lived in, and he had an idea. To um, to actually have a like a sidewalk sale, and he and he, and he convinced the organization that, that that would be a good thing to do, 
Um, it was an out of the box idea. The the the, uh, the the mall had never done it. People, you know, businesses putting tables out in, the, in front of the mall. But the JC organization came together with him. We all put up the money together. We all worked on it together so that you know so that he wasn't probably going to fall flat in his face. And he was able to propose it to his boss, who, but he was able to put to lay out so the JC organization is also supporting this, and we've got the volunteers, and we'll be setting up tables and and that kind of stuff. And again, thinking out of the box. So that person um, wasn't wasn't alone on that. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing about JCI is that we're not alone. We've got this organization full of people, and it's the great people that support us and lift us up. Yeah. One of the things that we're finding is that people talk a lot about the the national and the international connections that they've made through JCI because it's one of those organisations where you can get involved at the local level, right? But you can get involved at the national and international. So, what was your favourite international experience, Blair? Well, I have to say that um, uh, was actually going to World Congress in Quebec City was uh, was actually probably the highlight of. Although I was aged out of JCs, obviously by that time, but um, and I didn't go to a lot of World Congresses, but I know lots of JCs that that uh, that have gone to World Congresses and and the, you know when they come back and talk about it and they they're they're fantastic. I travel quite a bit now, my wife and I, and uh, you know senators around the world. Recently, we were in Melbourne, Australia, and uh, and a senator and 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 her. Uh, uh, husband took us to the beach house for two days and, and hosted us. Um, you know, these are the kind of things that I've, we've been to Lisbon and gone for coffee with a senator in Lisbon. Um, so these are the kind of things internationally that we that we now do. Uh, and I see the JCs on, in Canada being so much more on the national in international stage of junior chamber. Um, and I think that's also a good thing because I don't I don't remember it being such a big thing for JCs as it is now and I think that's a game when I look back and say ah should have done that should have gone there <laughs> well, that's to be the leading global network of young active citizens the key word in there is global right, right. We're, we're all over the world yeah so going going back we talked about the out-of-box ideas and looking back for your JCI career what would what was like the biggest mistake you made personally or that you saw what would be some life lessons that you could give our current members one of our life lessons is one of the life lessons is when I jo- when I joined JCs, um, women were just being introduced to the organization, and I can't believe that I actually at one point took the side of the people that thought that was a bad idea. And I, you know, and I, I thought, you know, I just I can't believe I actually I'll thought that way. I'll discuss it over there. Yeah, that's right. I, I I can't believe that I actually believed that at one time, and and, and here you know the, the the fruit is. The fruit of all of that is is, is matured, and it's it, the organization is so much the better for it. And uh, so, it again, the organization uh, took me out of my comfort zone and put me somewhere that uh, other people were convincing me. So I wasn't thinking for myself, but ultimately I did think for myself, and I looked back and said, "No, I, I made a mistake there. I, that was the wrong way to think." And that's a hard thing to do. Realize, yeah. Yeah, what would, um, following up on that, um, one question that I love asking experienced JCI members is knowing what they know now compared to when they joined, what would be the advice, like going back in time for like day one, what would be the biggest piece of advice you would have given yourself when you joined? The biggest piece of advice was to spend a lot more time in the community and not being so isolated. Uh, Insular, 
Uh, and I know we can, you know, we, we, we get married and we start having our family and sort of the, the home, what happens inside the house becomes so uh, dominant in our lives. And I think that uh, too often we become so insular that uh, that I would, when I look back, I, I think I had a lot more capacity to be out in the community, I, either uh, with the GC organization or, in, again, in other community organizations. And there's many organiza other organizations that often have seen the JCs as almost their training ground. They love to uh, they love to get a hold of JCs when they when they age out at forty into yep. their organization. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. So uh, this is a theme I hear quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that's a great example, Blair. You know, one of the cool things about organization is the fact that it can provide training for you to set up your own business or to get that promotion at work, to set up your own pro uh, your own nonprofit, or to then serve a different nonprofit board, or to get involved in local politics and government. Right. So we've got a couple of minutes left. I really want to touch on the uh, really want to touch on the Senate. So for those uh, members who might not know what a senator is or what is the Senate, talk us through like what actually is a senator and how can the Senate help our JCI organisations. So the, the Senate um, came into being in the early 1950s. It was actually started by a, a Canadian, uh, Phil Pugsley, um, but he introduced it to the uh, to the world. Uh, body uh, as a it's a, it's a, it's a I'll call it a life membership. I mean, you can get the uh, JC uh, senatorship before you're 40. Lots of people get it after 40, uh, but you're sort of all you'll stay as a member of the organization forever. You may not be able to vote at, at a local level in their management team, but um, so. You keep your you, you keep your finger in the organization. Now, senators should be trying, and that doesn't always work, but to help the JC organization if they reach out and uh, and help, uh, not to tell them what to do, um, but to maybe show what they did and um, and help them along in sort of their critical thinking skills when they do uh, when they do projects. Um, and there are quite a few organizations uh, strictly for the senators. I would call it more of a fraternity than organization uh, for sort of a place to, for people to land after their JC career has, has come to an end. Because um, that, um, that can be disconcerting at times. You sort of go from this, you, you go 60 miles an hour for 20 years in JCs and then suddenly, boom, it's, uh, it all seems sort of over. And it's one of the few organizations that do that uh, because uh, you, know, you need to make room for other people to come in and take those posts. So, yeah. um, so the Senate should be an organization that assists the JCs when they ask for it. Uh, but when they're asked, they shouldn't be dominant. They should just be in the background uh, helping helping them out and, uh, and having a good time and showing the JCs how to have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yes. Thanks for joining us, Blair. Yeah. It's really nice You're having you here. Welcome. And Thanks. that was a great Thanks, conversation. Neil. Thank you so much. Thank you, Blair. Thank you, Sue. Stay in touch with us. Um, more podcasts coming soon.